Welcome back to tonight's pregame show. It's Merrimack taking on Cornell. Game two of the weekend set here from Ithaca, New York, and Lina Rink. And joining us is the head coach of the Big Red, and it's Mike Schaefer. And, well, Mike, last night, uh, you know, pretty, pretty good action, up, up and down game for both clubs. Pretty even game. Uh, you guys were able to get a couple of good goals in the second period, and Mitch Gillum played really well in posting the shutout and getting the win. Yeah, I mean, I thought both goaltenders played really well last night. And, uh, um you know, it was a very even uh, hockey game, and, and uh, you know both teams had opportunities in the power play. We were fortunate enough to get the second one to make it two nothing in the game. Uh, Jeff Kubiak made a great play to to give us that one goal lead, and and then I thought in the third period, uh, with the exception of a couple plays, I thought we did a great job of getting above Merrimack and and uh, frustrating them through the coming through the neutral zone. And um, you know, it's something that we talked about a great deal of length is that uh, you know. Uh, not that aggressive forecheck coming in the third period and keep going to w- waste energy and you know even though we didn't have many shots or any shots last night in the third period we, you know, we still had a couple good opportunities but um, in a two game set and we wanted to approach it like a playoff series and uh, we, I thought we conserved our energy you know rather well in the third period last night as, as the, the game went on so we were fortunate to get up and, and uh, uh, in the game and, and uh, but it was a, it was a good college hockey game. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like, I guess, you know, the, the, my next question was going to be, uh, you know, with the two-goal lead in the third period, playing it that way, might it have been a little different if it was a one-goal lead or a tie? Uh, we probably would have went with the same kind of uh, uh, tie. Well, yeah, we would have definitely, obviously, you know, played much different in the third period. But, you know, with the one-goal lead even, I think that, uh, you know, we could go back and keep looking at the energy level that we have that second night. And, um, you know, it takes an awful lot. They, they do a great job of bringing everybody down low in their zone, and, and you need to be persistent, and you need to stop and start on the forecheck in order to create turnovers against them. And, and to do that, you've got to expend a lot of energy to, to get up there, and, and the, the puck moves so much faster in the body. So it's, uh, you know, we, we, we uh, said once we got the lead last night, we didn't have to really extend ourselves like that and uh, you know, force them to play 200 feet, which I, I said I thought we did a good job of. Well, as I said, Mitch Gillum. I mean, we, we picked the three stars. We had him as the number one star. He made a you know a number of big ga- big, big saves throughout the game when he had to, especially the one up Brett Cini late. Uh, you know, how does that compare to the way he's played for you this year? Uh, it's been very similar for us. I mean, uh, I think that uh, you know for us, you know, um, we, I, we've done a pretty good job for the most part of not giving up second chances. He's he's a very intelligent goaltender, and even the save that he made in the uh, um, they hit the goalpost in the second period in the two on one. He was across and he was in position. He was at the top of his crease and you know he really didn't give a whole lot and, and the kid tried to go up top on him and, and uh, hit the crossbar hit the post on him and and that's the kind of goaltender he is he's explosive as far as athletically but he's also very very intelligent and, and uh, um, you know he's had a had a good season and, and um, you know we expect him to again to keep plugging away he's been much more more consistent this year than he was last year you also notice his puck handling skills a little bit. He uh, was trying to uh, looks like he's trying to channel his inner Ron Hextall there, trying to get one there at the end of the game. Well, he's had one before, and, and uh, you know, uh, it was, we had an interesting discussion if he would have turned it over to make it two-one, whether he would have come to the, come to the bench, uh, and and we would have pulled the goalie, but in a different way. So, um, you know, I think that he's a kid, he's very confident. He does help our defense breaking pucks out of the zone. Um, if the guys get up on our defense, he's able to ring it or pass the puck up. So. He does have that ability, and he's a very confident kid with the puck. Well, as you mentioned, the two goals that were scored, the first one, a pretty good shot by Jeff Kubiak, a guy I know you, you want to get some goals from, and he made a nice play on that goal. He did. I mean, I think that you know Merrimack uh, does a great job of blocking shots. We talked about it all night long that on the power play and, and on line rushes that you have to change the angle. you got to, you got to be able to you know pull it from the outside and bring it to the inside or pull it around them and get pucks through to the net. And 
because uh, they do a good job blocking shots. So, you know, Jeff's a smart player. He, he understood that last night, and uh, a great, a great play by an offensive player where he changed the changed the angle on on the shot, and um, you know, a, a good quick release for him. So, it's something that, that uh, you know we have worked on an awful lot, and, and uh, he's he's the guy who scored probably you know two of his goals that way uh, so far this year, and he's created a lot of goals on assists by hitting the goaltender and, and things popping up for other guys. And then the uh, on the the power play goal. I know you know one of the hallmarks of Cornell over the years has always been great special teams, great power play, and and penalty kill. And that you know we saw that in evidence last night. But big bodies in front of the net, uh, you, you know, contributed to that goal. And I shot by Reese Wilcox as well. Yeah, I mean, it, it get, get it through. You have to get it through. And obviously, on most college teams now. But you know, on that goal, Anthony Angelo six five and Kubiak six three, and the other power play, Hilbert six seven, and Shantz is six five, and and those guys are in those lanes. And I think it, it makes it difficult. And I think that we made a little bit of change of, you know, moving guys around and, and uh, you know, Amarack does a good job of flooding down on their penalty kill and, and you got to move pucks and you got to move puck fast on them to beat that up guy in that seam and, and the guys did that last night in order to get it to great play by Vanderland to kick it back out to, to Reese and he was ready to shoot it so um, it's something we've had you know, we hit like four goal, uh, goal posts down against Ohio State on the power play so it was nice to see, you know, one finally sneak through. Would you say the game last night was kind of uh, you know getting back to basics there and doing the, the little things that make Cornell successful? Well, it is. I, I didn't think that we played is with the amount of speed that we need to play with uh, last night. I think that you know I said Merrimack is in your you know they do a good job in the neutral zone. They're up in your face and and you got to move pucks north even if guys are covered and, and uh, those guys got to take pucks and put them indirectly down the boards and the guys come with speed and I just didn't think we did a great job of that last night and uh, credit them for you know having great gaps on our guys through the neutral zone and coming out of our own zone, but. It's something that, that we need to kind of pick up that pace here tonight. Well, one of the things we were able to, uh, to I guess, announce to our listeners last night is the, the Florida College Classic that Merrimack will be there next year. You know, Cornell's been, been there every year that it's been held. Uh, for the folks that are listening and, I guess, uh, you know, maybe, maybe starting to make plans to make that trip down there, uh, what can you tell them about the tournament? What's it like? And, you know, how's it run? And uh, what can they expect? Well, there's always great uh, great teams in the tournament. And, and uh, you know, this year with Boston College and Providence and uh, Ohio State, you know, you know, the three ranked teams didn't win. You know, they they, they, uh, they other, you know, Ohio State was, you know, came in and won that hockey tournament, and, and that's that's it's Christmas hockey, and, and uh, uh, I mean by that is you know anything can happen in those tournaments with people coming off a break, and uh, but it's a great atmosphere. The rink is about six thousand uh, seats, seven thousand seats. It's uh, uh, they do a tremendous job. It's a uh, it's great to play hockey in, in 85 degree weather, which we were this year, and, and uh, uh, so it, it's just a it's a great venue, a great place to go to, and, and uh, um, it's a lot of fun. I know I had a chance to be down there seven or eight years ago. There's a big youth tournament that takes place at that time too, right? It's a two or three rink complex, and there's a lot of kids around at that time. Yeah, a lot of the southern hockey that's played down there in the southern states is uh, um, they have it going for about uh, eight straight days down there. So it's uh, all different levels, and uh, we've had players that Brian Furlan, who's from Jacksonville, Florida, saw us play down. Down there, now with the Boston Bruins, you know Brian saw us uh, play down there when he was, you know, 14, 15 years old, and, and uh, born and raised in Jacksonville. There's more and more players coming out of that Florida area. Nice. Well, uh, tonight it's the rematch. You know, Merrimack and Cornell second game on the weekend set. So uh, playing the same team back to back, having played them last night. What are the things or adjustments you're looking to make tonight, and, and what, what will you need, need to do for a victory? Well, I just, as I said, you know, I think playing a little bit faster, coming out of our own zone. I played, we played a lot, really, really well with puck possession, but a lot of times. 
you know, we, we took the puck possession to the extreme and, and didn't move them north. And, and uh, you know, for us with, with them is that we got to limit the amount of turnovers that, you know, we did create last night by ourselves. And we, you know, I think we gave a probably look back on the video today, I think four of the scoring chances that, you know, Merrimack got last night, five of them were, were from guys, our guys running into each other or, you know, just, you know, turn a puck blatantly over to them. And you can't do that in, in order to be successful. And you can't depend on Mitch to continue to make those kind of saves. And, and uh, so just shoring it up uh, as far as our, our you know, uh, puck possession and, and making good decisions with it. All right, well, you're back into ECAC play next week, so good luck tonight, good luck the rest of the way in league play as well and is in the playoffs, and I guess we'll see you in a year, about a year from now in North Andover, so good luck. Yeah, I look forward to it. Thank you very much. All right, thanks. That's Mike Schaefer, the head coach of Cornell. John and I are back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.